Liquid Courage, the podcast where I, Amanda Pereira, sit down with a fellow artist that I admire and ask them the questions I've never had the guts to ask them before. Sounds scary? Well, it is. So I use a little liquid courage in the form of their favorite drink. We cheers, chat, and connect as I attempt to soak up all the wisdom they have to offer. Today, I sit down with Raki Morzaria and we drink some oat milk chai lattes. Raki is the creator behind the digital series Note to Self, which was nominated by the Canadian Screen Awards for Best Web Programmer Series and by the Canadian Comedy Awards for Best Web Series, Best Writing in a Web Series, and Best Performance in a Web Series. You can also catch Raki performing in TV shows like Private Eyes, FX's What We Do in the Shadows, The Parker Andersons, and Tall Boys. Since recording this episode back in May, it has been officially announced that not only was Rocky in the writer's room for Andrew Fung's new TV series, Run the Burbs, which her and I chatted about in this episode, but she will also be acting right alongside Andrew as his wife in the show. So excited to check that out. So Rocky is an actor, a comedian, and someone I admire immensely. Hi, Rocky. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy to talk to you today. You're a person that I like, I immediately feel very like warm feelings towards, but I realize like, I don't think we've ever had a conversation ever. What? We've totally had conversations. Right? I don't think we've had, we for, it's for sure never been one-on-one. And I don't think we've ever had a conversation, maybe like good show or like, that was fun. Like, maybe, you know? not, maybe not like a full conversation with like multiple paragraphs <laughs> <laughs> we've had like a snippet like an elevator conversation maybe. we've had like we've had like tv conversations where we're like hey blah 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 okay yeah 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 okay cool and like we're in each other's worlds but we haven't had our face-to-face like one-on-one moment yet yes and I'm so excited to have it because I wanted <laughs> to have it for so many years I have thought I have thought the like so highly of you for so many years and I And also the fact that like the people that I know that you're friends with that I also regard highly, I'm like, oh, so many stamps of approval. Rocky's probably a fucking goddess. So I'm so excited to chat with you. Well, ditto. I mean, the the feeling is completely mutual. (laughs) Oh, it's so nice. (laughs) I just feel like we know really great people or you know, we are whatever. We are great. I guess when you said, or you're like, we know really good people. Or I was like, or we're pieces of shit. And like, or or we think (laughs) around us is great. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, We're all living a lie. Who knows? Yeah. Everyone's awful, but we love them (laughs) somehow. (laughs) Gosh, I really hope, I don't know who gets to decide who is good and who is bad Santa. And like, he better tell us. Absolutely. And you know what? I don't want that job. It, that All I want for Christmas. Way too stressful. Exactly. All, okay. Yeah. All I want for Christmas is not that I don't want to decide if people are good and bad. No, thank you. No, There's thank no, you. no, no, thank you. But I would decide that you're good because I am a huge fan of yours and I think you're wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so happy you're here today. And okay. I have been like weirdly sleepy today. Like it didn't make sense. Oh, yeah. And then I thought, oh, is it because Rocky chose caffeinated like chai latte for me so maybe I'm sleepy for our episode to then caffeine me up perfect perfect I'm ready the whole time I was kind of like pre I was like I should choose something alcoholic but I never know how I feel Mm -hmm. on the day and this is always like it's a nice tea yes absolutely Did did you put cardamom in yours I didn't. And okay. oh, hold on. There is okay. some, there you is know what? some Call in off it. the podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a lie. <laughs> this is a lie. We're living a lie. 
Okay. Can I tell you? So I had this whole elaborate plan. My mom had all the ingredients and I had this, I called her last week. I had this whole elaborate plan of being able to get the ingredients from her. She lives about an hour away. And I was like, I'm going to get these ingredients. That's dedication. I was very dedicated. Cause I was like, authenticity, like follow yes. through with what you say. So I was like, okay, we got to do this. The two no frills by me could not find cardamom. You know what? This is a difficult time. <laughs> cardamom <laughs> is, is a scarcity. And <laughs> I honestly only get it from my mom as well. So thanks mom. So I, I just had like a batch. Yeah. Moms just have spices. Some they of just them. have spices. Have a mom. Sometimes they have spices. Yeah. Sometimes. No, but I actually thought about like, if she asks me, not my mom, if you ask me on the pod, like, did I put cardamom in this? I was like, you can't lie. No, I'm like, (gasps) I'm going to be honest. And then I thought, okay, like, would I rather lie and impress this person who like intimidates me and I really respect, or should I be on it? And I'm like, no, you have to just be honest. Honest. That makes you good. You're good. Oh my God, (laughs) Santa, stop. That makes you good. I think that, that, I think that moves you towards like, you know, a little bit more gifts. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Mine is so hot. I'm scared. Cheers. Mm. Oh my God. The cup was hotter than the, I was gonna say juice. I promise. Look, it is, it is. Look now I'm like, I swear to God, I'm drinking, I'm drinking. Let it, it be juice. What is, what is my juice? <laughs> my juice. I love it. And I'm where I'm using this mug that I got when I was, aw- cause I really wanted to be inspired by you. So I got, I'm using this mug that I got at a little shop when I was in Montreal for the Montreal improv fest. And it's two women just having their hands around each other being like, you're cool. They're like, we have your back. Oh my God. This is an improv. We got your back. I know. And they're nude. So they're like, I'm living free. Absolutely. Ah, And I was like, you know what? And also you rock like a top bun, like no one else. I know. Oh my God. You know, I was just about to say, no, I was just about to say, and that girl has a nasty little bun, just like the (laughs) nasty little bun that I am currently rocking. (laughs) And I, do you know, sometimes when I've watched note to self, I've gotten distracted. You have a beautiful bun. You know what? That is actually the kindest thing that anyone has ever said. <laughs> I am very self-conscious about the size of my head. Mm. And as a result, the bun, every time I put the bun into play, I question my entire identity. <laughs> so it's not, so the size of the bun, no problem. It's this, you're worried about the size of your head? Yes. Are you worried yes. it's too small, too big? You're worried about the shape. What are you worried about? Oh God, my head is small. My brain is huge. But my 100%. Brain... <laughs> There's, there, but it's only brain in there. The brain is coming. I can no. see your brain coming out of your nose. It's your coming ears. out of my ears. Everywhere. It can't be contained. I have never thought that you had a head that was like disproportionately small to anything else. Again, like, thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. <laughs> but it, But everyone has these things that like, we think so much about ourselves that other people have maybe never, or maybe one person said when we were like 13 and then it became like our motto, our daily motto. Like I have a small head and then no one else ever notices it. Yeah, maybe. But I also think I do have a small head. (laughs) You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, Thank you so much for that. Absolutely right. Thank you. Definitely. I have a tiny head. However, I have (laughs) problems wearing hats. Like I I think (laughs) I have really, people tell me I have really small ears. Ah, 
I don't know. You know what? Ear people are always fucked up about their ears. Some people have their ear right. You know what? Now I'm doing what you did. People have their thing. <laughs> people have their thing. But it's funny. Like I used to get made fun of that. I didn't have much of an earlobe. Mm-hmm. Um, which I used I- to want that lobe. I used to want <sighs> that lobe. That was a lobe in grade like five, six. I was like, oh, the girls have that lobe. Oh. Why is my lobe? hanging down all weird (laughs) okay when we when I was younger in like grade five or six some friends of mine abbreviated it to a nell or a fla and I don't even (gasps) remember oh no earlobe or full earlobe that's what it was I had a nell I always wanted a fla I always wanted your earlobe because everyone's like you don't even have an earlobe and look at your tiny ears can you not hear me also sorry but now we're making fun of earlobes like how far are we going how nitpicky are we getting on each other's children's bodies here I am astonished by these, by these, like (laughs) these nicknames. (laughs) I know. Also just say no earlobe. You need to abbreviate that, but people abbreviate it. And they're like, you're a Nell. You can't hang out with us. Nell. I'm like, what is going on here? I hated grade five and six. Oh, I just want to say grade five and six. Everyone could do cartwheels. Some people could do like hand. Well, those ones that did the other. Nell and yeah. Fluzz came into play. <laughs> yeah, what, what was it? Okay, why grade five and six? Like what was playing in grade five and six that wasn't in four and seven that were just like, fuck this shit. I'm not into this. Well, I went to, I started going to an art school in grade five. And I think it was, it was a little bit of that, like a little bit of like, I want to fit in, yeah. you know, everyone did dance. Like it was like, everyone was like little dancing like gymnasty peeps mm. uh, and so it was a little bit I think it was like some people could do certain like you know remember how when everyone was doing what's that thing where you like put your hands behind your back and then you put your your <sighs> you're like putting your body up like a bridge. it's like an umbrella but a oh, bridge Ugh. remember bridges yes awful I couldn't bridge. do a bridge ay 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 all this stuff all this stuff came into play that yeah. I just Everyone wanted to be so flex. What the hell was that about? Yeah. I was still catching up on like, oh, low rise flare jeans. I need to get those. And, I, and then I get existence. those. Oh my God. With the like butterfly applique and stuff like that. You know, those little things. I mean, and and my, it's, it's my, okay. So like some of the girls were shopping at Jean Machine. Oh yeah. I mean, I could not afford Jean Machine. Jean Machine was so- Thank you. It was so expensive. Even now I'm like, you better be great denim. <laughs> oh yeah. I have one pair of Levi's and it was 50% off and I will there we go. otherwise. I am say I am say like I was born with a sales tag. Like that's, <laughs> that's yeah. Everything must be on sale for me. And yeah. these went, these girls were just full price buying shit. Yeah. What was like the go-to? Okay. So yeah. Jean machine. Absolutely. When I'm like, uh, no cool kids going here. This cannot happen. But where, so where were you going? Where were you like, but I can shop at. Oh my God. I don't even want to tell you because. (laughs) Okay. It was like, it was a little bit too young for me. Like I was like Mm. coming out of it, but I still was sort of shopping at siblings. Do you remember siblings? (gasps) Siblings? Where are you? Are you from? Like, are you in, like, were you born in the, in the GTA? GTA? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was born like Kitchener Waterloo and then lived. Right in Ronsi's for like, I don't know, till I was like 11 and then moved to York region. So basically, but I feel, okay. I feel like siblings was something. Fairview mall. Do you remember that at Fairview mall? But siblings, like when I was growing up, I, we didn't have siblings yet. I don't think. And then there was planet. 
Urban oh, Planets? Urban Planet and Stitches. Big on Stitches and Urban Planet. Okay, so I didn't want to say the word Stitches, okay? I was waiting. <laughs> I was holding out on Stitches because I wasn't sure I wanted to bring that into the room. But yeah, yeah Stitches. Yeah, yeah. Stitches I mean, it's, a, yeah. it's not a great thing to bring into the room. I totally understand. I know. You know where else yeah. was, um, which has really changed, is Garage. Oh, I used yes. to shop at Garage. Is Garage now really expensive? Like they're not going to sponsor the pod because I just want to say Garage is fucking expensive as hell now. What's going on? Can I just tell you, pre-pan, I was like in the D mall and I was casually walking in and out of Garage. Yeah. I would casually, <laughs> yeah. I would, I would casually be like, what is this? Yeah. And I feel like you could still kind of buy like a piece from yeah, garage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. You know, you wouldn't necessarily be like, got this from garage, but, uh, you know, when advertise it, but you'd be like, Oh, I don't remember. We'll check the tag. Oh, I can't reach. It's fine. Yeah. hundred percent. But like, I couldn't get like, I just found like, Oh, this fabric is now too see-through for me, mm. like to love or like, yeah. Yeah. I think I was go- kind of going through like, uh, I wanted some sexy gal pieces. Yeah. So whenever I wanted like a sexy gal, you know, maybe this is a sexy, this is a sexy top. Why don't yeah. we like go into garage, see if I can make this work. Never, never. <laughs> <laughs> all the fabric was all over the place. Sorry. All over, fine. all over. I do like how stretchy everything is, but then it was stretch, always too that's tight. That's what it was about. Yeah. Because I love the stretch. I was, I was drawn to the stretch. 100%. I was like, I'm doing a sexy gal thing and the stretch is where it's at. It always has to be. That's my issue with like a Levi's where I'm like, there is no stretch here. Like I could wear it if I know that I'm going to be going out and standing in a line all day, but if I'm sitting anywhere, no, no, thank you. It can't happen. I read somewhere Mm. that, did I read it or did I watch it? It was like one of these videos that like fashion videos and it was with Alexa Chung. Is that her name? British, British, whatever. And she's, I'm British. What? what (laughs) So cute. Um, she did that one with Tan Francis, that show that. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, that um, is her name. No. Now I think it is her name and I'm trying to think of something else, but I know who you're talking about. Anyways, yes. this is so besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Okay. Who gives her, a shit? This fabulous woman. I watched woman. a video. <laughs> yeah. Such a digression. I watched a video with her and another woman, no idea mm. about like French fashion and the French fashion woman, again, don't mm. know who she is, was talking about, she said something like, jeans aren't supposed to be comfortable. Uh, that's a British accent, but she said it in a French accent. Like, Oh, oh right. I forgot she was French. I just sucked, got, sucked right into, I uh, got it. Yeah. Okay. It was I, I believed it. So yeah. it was an accent. I was there. And I was like, oh, I was no. like, oh, really? Oh, okay. This must be like a European thing. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Maybe European thing, but also No. Fuck you. You know what? They said once on Queer Eye, they were like, your clothes should, oh fuck, now I'm fucking it up. But something like, it's not for you to fit into the clothes. The clothes should fit you. Like oh, they should be working for my you. God. You Amanda, do not mold to the clothes. Amanda, can I just tell you? Tell me. Ugh, on the pod. I'm going to say this because I feel like <laughs> this is, I need to get this off my chest. Literally, Please. figuratively. Yes. I, 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 um, Oh, will I get in trouble with this? Why? Who cares? I, <laughs> I had a fitting for, I booked like a, a commercial and I was, had a fitting for a commercial and the woman on the phone asked for my sizes. I have all my sizes written up. It's not a big thing. I'm just like, yep, yeah, here, 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 list it. 
And then she asked for my bra size and I, hello, I have boobs. Okay. Whatever. I got, hello. I got boobs. They're here. They're here yeah. to say that's what, what's happening. Welcome. And they deserve to be here. Welcome to the podcast. Boobs, welcome to the okay? podcast. Boobs, and welcome to the world. You deserve residency here. Hello. Exactly. Take a look around. Okay. Yeah. And so I told her my bra size and she we just went silent because I was like, oh, this is how many inches. And she's like, what? And I was like, she's like, can you just give me the size? And I was like, yeah, it's this. And she was like, what? what and I said it again she's like uh, oh 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 wow and I was like what is everything okay like I was seriously like what what yeah like and what's the like, issue and she was like oh I've just I've never heard of anyone with that size which is I'm sorry bullshit also who are who are your friends do you Three, work in ward wait and she works in ward I don't understand I know I know if I had the words in in my brain I would have been like oh well you must not be working in <laughs> Yeah. Oh, is this, oh, is this your new job? Congra- is this your first job? Congratulations. I know. I know if I had the words, but I, I do, no, but of course in, in that moment. Yeah, of course. And then I was just like, well, this is funny. I'm just going to let her flounder. Cause she's, honest, she knows that she sort of said something wrong. And I was like, oh, and, and then she's like, yeah, that must, I mean, that must be really hard for you. <laughs> she's, I'm sorry. She's like, Oh, now like, oh my God, she must be so sad about her boobs. I need to empathize with her. So she's like, this must be hard for you. And you know, like, regardless of my relationship to my body, I'm not going to go and confide in this woman now. So I'm like, oh no, you know, like I get by, I, I, I buy bras and I wear clothes. Literally. I was like, I, I didn't know what to say to this woman. I just kept letting her kind of go on and her yeah. sort of like, uh, uh, and I was like, anyways <laughs> oh my god then, no it gets worse it gets worse so I was like oh my god this is hilarious crazy like this is wild and this is super unprofessional and then I go to the fitting and I'm trying on clothes and they are looking so good on me and I can just she was like I think the not the not the person doing women I think she was dressing the men and so mm. So she was kind of in the background and I was just like, well, bam, posing. I was like, yes, I know you hate that I look hot in everything they're putting on me. <laughs> but then they put me in this, they, they want me to try on this one dress that was a little bit tight. It was like a vintagey kind of, t- and it was buttoned up through the front and it fit, but it was a little bursty at the seams. And it was like, okay, well, this is obviously not going to work. And they were like, oh, this is so cute. And then she came home and she's like, oh yeah, this is so cute. And then they turned to me, they're like, do you have a minimizer? And I was like, what? Excuse you? what and they were like you know a minimizer and I was like I don't know what that is what is it like a boob corset like what is a minimizer <laughs> like it, it essentially, like essentially from the I don't know from like eons before, I I honestly do not know like I I've heard I've heard it before mm. and I think it's something I like I really didn't I was kind of like first flabbergasted because I was like oh my god here we are again with this shit yeah you know and then I was like oh I don't know what that is and then I went in changed then came out and they, they were like okay let's try it like this and then I was like I can't let this slip so I didn't I, I should have I, I, you know you always think after oh I should have said of this course thing. yeah <laughs> but I was like I just played dumb I was like I don't know what a minimum what is that yeah yeah <laughs> and she's like oh you know it's a thing where you like it just straps you in I was like really in this day and age with like right. a body positivity movement and everyone you know trying to embrace their bodies and you know you know really embracing like different bodies and all that sort of stuff that's still a thing and she was like oh yeah I mean, 
yeah, like, I, I don't know. Like I have friends who still use it. I was like, wow. No, you don't. 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 And listen, a minimizer, like, like a, like a, I'm, I'm imagining like Spanx for boobs kind of thing. Cool. If somebody wants to, if they saying, want cool. to. that's the thing. If somebody want wants to. to do that and wants to wear that and they feel more comfortable and they want, or they want in, in whatever way to put something tight over their boobs. Absolutely. Oh my God. All you the power do to you. You, you do you 100%. bring it, bring you the minimizer with you. Absolutely. <laughs> bring it with you. Say, I prefer to wear this. If you are being paid to clothe people, like here's the thing, you want me to get a minimizer? Okay, great. Is this, are you a volunteer position? Are you doing your job? I'm confused what's going on here. Like, do you I work in wardrobe like, oh or like God. what's going, no. Oh, that makes me so I angry. I was like, why not just put something, put me in something that I feel com- comfortable in instead of asking me to reshape and change my body. Exactly. Mademoiselle. Mademoiselle. Isn't this your job, mademoiselle? Mademoiselle, get your fucking job. Let's read the description. Alexa Chung, talk to the French woman. Tell, they will tell you. They will tell you. Like, no, that is BS. I do love that you like just, because in those moments, it's like the the pressure is to feel shame. And so I love that you're like, oh no, what? Sorry, like I'm not gonna feel. I do remember on one fitting for this shoot, they she was, I think she was a producer. She wasn't even in wardrobe, but she oh. saw me in a dress and she wanted, I could tell she wanted to ask me to wear Spanx. She wanted to ask me if I owned Spanx to wear. Mm-hmm. And, but she was like, sort of just like, you know, yeah. what is it? What's the set? Like running around, yeah, the going bush around, yeah, yeah, going around. Yeah. The she subject, wasn't saying yeah. it. And I was like, sorry. And I'm like, no, I'm going to play dumb. If you want to ask me to wear Spanx, you're going to ask me to wear Spanx. If you can't the- get up the guts to ask me, then you don't deserve for me to fucking wear them. No. I love a flounder moment. That is like yeah. my moment of power. Cause I, I, it's very difficult for me to be, I find it challenging for me to like, to be just like straight up and mean and whatever and be like, excuse me. Like mm-hmm. I always after I'm like, Oh, I wish I just said this or I said that, but it's just, it doesn't often strike me because I'm usually just in complete shock when these things happen. Cause mm-hmm. you're just like, Say what? yeah, so, yeah my new thing is just sort of like, let them sweat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm saying all this now, but in the moment, <laughs> right? like, like, yeah, in the, mo- in the moment, but I do really think that there is power in silence in me being like, no, oh, no, totally. I will not feel that shame that you're throwing at me. Oh, my, my body God. is fucking great. You can and find only now, that and only it. now do I feel comfortable, like yeah. doing that. I swear to God, if this was like my first thing I ever booked or whatever, you just, any, starting out aspiring actor you just want to be you were like you're like make make me a, a jelly bean as small as you want whatever I yeah. will do anything like yeah for this, you know I'm I mean? wrong oh oh my god sorry my face sure uh yes. take off my skin no problem okay like what absolutely. do you need me to do yes. like my yeah. fingers cut them off oh my okay, god there's it. such yeah, inconveniences like oh my 100%, god 100% 100% and it is sort of like it's unfortunate because I think so many of the like classes and workshops and all these things can, cause there's lots of great ones, but a lot of them can sort of feed you this message. Like you're replaceable. You don't matter. You oh. you're the least important you're and all these things that like, maybe they're trying to teach fucking humility, but they're not, they're teaching us that we have no worth that we shouldn't stick up for ourselves. That it, that nothing, you know, nothing matters except for making other people happy on the set. And it's bullshit. It's, I remember when I was on the phone giving, like, like you said, so they call you when you book it and like, you have to give them your measurements. Also, why are they still asking for weight? Squeeze me on the fucking, yeah. Squeeze me. Why are we asking for people's weight? 
Tell me what information you are gaining. So, okay, for your um, viewers or listeners, when you have to like fill out an information sheet, you'll put like your email and your phone number and fair, 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 fair. But then you also, you put your height. Fair, fine. If they yeah, need maybe to- you want to match me with someone. Yeah, maybe exactly. it's me and Amanda and yeah. this is our moment. Yeah. And they're like, we want them to be exactly the same height. Cool. I actually remember too, working in casting, we were casting a commercial and they actually had to make sure that somebody wasn't too tall because they had made this like doorway into a thing that people had to climb into or something. They're like, nobody over 5'10". Cool. Height logistics. Height logistics. But then they ask weight and it is baffling because I don't know what useful information anyone is getting from that weight. And you ask me my measurements right fucking below it. Below you ask me what size dress I am. Yeah. Voila. Voila fucking law. That's all you need to know. Also, yeah. who the fuck has a scale? Oh my God, Rocky, so true. I I just guess. Oh no, I've been using the same number. I've been using the same number. Same, I've used the same number since, since I started, I, I don't know. 2000, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Early we 2000s. Should, all right, yes. Oh, I thought you said I just put 2000 pounds. That's what I oh, thought. Oh no, I have been using the same number since early 2000s. My <laughs> weight has never fluctuated, FYI. Yeah, on paper, it's all- the, On well, paper. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. And you've been putting the same thing, it doesn't matter. I should just put like 35 pounds. Like I should just literally because put... they do not they do not even read. No. You know what? This is fun. This is a new challenge. Mm. Listeners, Amanda, new challenge. If you new ever challenge. go for a casting, yeah, thirty five pounds. Everyone, thirty five pounds. <laughs> what if everyone pounds. just puts thirty five pounds? Wait, isn't that the is that the really sad Will Smith movie? <gasps> so maybe oh. we put something else. Maybe forty five. Like I just think, or is it thirty pounds? Grams. We should do grams. grams. Maybe we should do milliliters. Grams. We should just. Switch up the metric system. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's just do like 17 four kilos. Oh, oh yeah. I love yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Don't even make it weight. Yeah, yeah. Make it volume. volume. 17 cups. Absolutely. And I'm like, really? Because if I put pounds, does it help you? No, it doesn't. I forget who it was. And I wish I remembered. Someone just said, oh, I leave it blank. And I'm like, why have I been answering it? Like, why haven't Brilliant. I just left it blank this whole time? Brilliant. Hey, that is like, that is the equivalent of just like, not speaking in that moment. Yes. <gasps> That's the floundering. That's the flounder. floundering. Because if you want to ask me my weight, then you can ask me my weight. Say it to my face. Say it to my face. Ask me, and I it. will ask you for your, I will ask you for all your personal information. Yeah. Yeah. I will ask you, I will tell you my weight, but yeah, arbitrarily. Exactly. I'll be like, <laughs> great. Who was the last person you had sex with? I would like their, I would like their number. <laughs> yeah, I would like their number because that will help me in this job. No, if I tell you my weight, it's not going to do jack shit in helping you clothe me. And even when you know my weight, you still tell me to minimize, change my la, body. La, 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 yeah, la. you tell me to minimize. You know what? You go minimize yourself. I'm taking up more space, yeah. bitch. Yeah. Not bitch yeah. in that way, but you know. No, I know. I know exactly which way you mean, bitch. And I exactly know what you mean. <laughs> oh, frustrating. I remember being on the phone and I, I was giving out my um, measurements to wardrobe. And then she goes, oh, okay. She had an Australian accent. I'm not even going to pretend to try and do it. And she was like, oh, okay. So you're a little hippie. You're a hippie girl. And I was like, sure. And it's, it's funny. Cause in the moment I've always, we talk about self-conscious things. I've always been self-conscious. I've wanted more hips. Like I, want, <gasps> I always wanted more hips and I was a little self-conscious about that. So when she said it, I immediately was like, oh my God, am I hippie? Like, I but then I this. thought, right. I was like, oh my God, thank you. And then I thought, no, 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 hold on a second. Fuck you. Because you don't know how people are going to receive, like you're saying it as like a judgmental way. You're Absolutely. saying it as like a, a commenting on an unnecessary comment on someone's body. 
And I just think like, it's fucking unnecessary. Let's, let's question why you're saying that and what's behind it. Cause it's not nice. Also, I'm like, don't they get our, like whenever you book, they get your audition. Do they not? They get your slate and your audition. Isn't that why we slate, right? Like for most commercials that I know, um, wardrobe doesn't get your tape. They sometimes will get, you know what? They'll sometimes get a little screenshot, but most of the time they might just get that page that has a picture of just your face that we take your commercials, right? And that, yeah, for commercial and then the write up. So they Mm. won't all, sometimes they'll get a screenshot from your audition, but it's your slate where it's like from your collarbone up basically. Well, they should change that. Yeah, they should. Yeah. If wardrobe is surprised by my body, it's your fault, not mine. And also, also like, it's a great surprise. (laughs) Every time. <laughs> this is the best surprise. You're you yeah. surprise. Happy birthday. You're yeah, welcome. Exactly. I'm yeah. here. I'm here. Clothe me, please. Also, I was so distracted it just for a brief moment by how like effortlessly and beautifully you put your hair up into a bun. Oh, this little thing. I was like, oh my God, is, I want to do that. This is the best night. I <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'm, I'm so glad I have it on video because I'm gonna try it and then I'm I'll gonna just send you look the video. it after and try and read I'm gonna it send again. it to you yeah <laughs> yeah please I do okay I want to go back and ask you about something you said earlier in the right. conversation where did you say nice I oh, know I said right oh I love it but nice um you just have a great energy Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. I want to ask you, cause you were talking about, um, when you were, when you're like, yeah, I was trying to choose my drink for tonight. And like, I wanted to choose an alcoholic beverage, but I wasn't sure what I'd feel like. Mm -hmm. Why did you feel like you needed to choose an alcoholic beverage? I'm just curious. I honestly was just trying to do your podcast correctly. (laughs) Cause it's like called liquid courage. And I was like, got it. And I listened to it. And so I was like, okay, I I get it. I get it. I get the, I get the vibe. And, (laughs) but then I was like, I don't know how I'll feel. And thus here we are, here we are. And thus here we are. You, you did it perfectly. You thought, well, what? Cause it's, it's your liquid courage, not mine, you know? And I love it. Cause also it's funny when I thought, you know, when you like think of an idea and then it obviously like takes so long to come into fruition that something's solidifying. You don't actually like rethink about them in your head, like three years later. So then I was asking guests and I was realizing, oh, I know that this guest doesn't drink alcohol or like this guest. Yeah. Mm. They don't drink. And I was like, well, fuck not drinking alcohol is not going to be a reason to not be able to connect with this person. So I afterwards thought like, oh, damn, did I shoot myself in the foot by saying like Absolutely liquid courage, not. but it's any liquid, you Here know, we go. we're changing liquids. Hey, liquid juice, hey, liquid juice. juice, juice, Aurora Brown. We smoked. I was like, that's a liquid courage. Like, cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was so scared to smoke with Aurora Brown. Like, I, I just think everyone is so can't cool. Believe that you did that, that I would be so scared to do, uh, to be stoned. Why would you be scared? So, like what would scare you? Like, I don't know. Like, what if I got too high? What if yeah. I didn't get high enough? What if I started saying weird stuff about plants? Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, <laughs> 100%. And you were leading it like, oh my goodness. I, I haven't listened to that, ver- that one, but I was like, oh. oh. I was so scared. The video's up on YouTube too. You can see that I'm very high. <laughs> and honestly, to prepare for it, I, uh, I said, mom, I'm, I'm, I've chosen to smoke some weed publicly for this. It's legal, but I okay, still yeah. was like, I need my mom's legal. Yeah. Yeah. And then I reached out to my agent and I was like, is this going to look bad? She's like, 
it's we had a conversation just like it's fine like Aurora Brown's doing it you can do it. like it's fine yeah <laughs> like it's cool I love it that you did like a career check and I was check. scared yes because no. I had I just had all these like worst case scenarios in my head and totally. then I did get on and within like the first five minutes Aurora was like oh you are high like one of my first <gasps> questions and I was like I'm so high like, <laughs> see and this is the other thing sometimes people put people put high on me they oh. tell me I'm high and I'm like, but I don't feel that high. And then I feel like I have to prove to them I'm not that oh, high. And, you and can't. then I end up sounding more high. Yes, yes. It's like that thing. If you call somebody crazy, everything they do confirms that they're crazy. Whether they say, yes, I am or no, I'm not. Like it just, it's the same with if you say somebody's drunk or high, everything that yes. they do. Uh, oh, a hundred percent. I just leaned into it. I was like, yeah, I am. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yes. Don't deny it. Lean into it. Fake it. Whatever. (laughs) It was kind of a gift because I thought like, am I going to turn down the opportunity to smoke weed with Aurora Brown? No. Out of, because of my own insecurities. No. No. Also I get to edit it. So like if really I made it as disastrous spectacle of myself, I mean, I could technically just, yeah, you are the producer, executive producer co-creator creator creator and co-co-creator the star yeah I just get to give myself co-co-creator I mean worst case like I turn off Aurora and she never wants to talk to me again which is which would be awful but back to you Rocky okay (laughs) love it okay I was curious and that is so that's so considerate of you I'm so happy that you chose a liquid courage that like made you feel good. Cause that's the whole point is like, I want to yeah. drink what makes you feel good so that we can oh, connect. Yeah. And really it's a drink that like allows us to chat. So there we go. Love it. And it's so fucking good. I haven't had a chai latte in front. They remind me of my mom. Cause my mom loves chai lattes. Mm, mm. Yum. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mine doesn't have um, masala specifically in it, but what I did mm. is I, I'm, I've just started playing with throwing shit into tea and by shit, I mean, oh my God. <laughs> I don't you hate that sometimes you say like I just gotta get this shit done and then I immediately am like it's not shit it's stuff I like and why am I yeah. calling it poo? Like, why am I devaluing it to be a turd exactly. when I'm yeah. having so much fun with it I love that it sounds like you're like like spells and things yeah, totally. concocting yeah. oh it is a concoction every time that. it's different yeah that's what's the that's the joy of chai okay that is legitimately <laughs> the joy of chai is that every time you have it it's a little bit different maybe it's not great maybe it's the best it's like every single time it's different I love it yeah it's a process it's a process piece it's It's a a process process liquid it's a process liquid I find that like now that I am stuck at home and like time would usually be taken up by like hey do you want to go see a show or like hey come over and watch a movie or whatever I don't know who I'm calling on these phones but like that those things is now like I'm at home and I, okay, well, yes. I did some work today. Now what? So I almost, I feel like I'm allowing, I'm like allowing myself to have fun with those, th- like cooking <clears throat> or like, oh, should I try and make this cocktail? Should I rearrange oh my, my room God. a little? Like, should <gasps> I try and have yes. a skincare routine these days? <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's fun to just fuck around a little bit. I wasn't doing that in my career. Like I got way no. too into like, everything has to be productive, work, 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 work. And I didn't allow for any of this, this like discovery, curiosity, fun stuff. It's so wretched and horrible that a global pandemic, disgusting, disgusting because it's, it's all the tragedy aside Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. it, but that that had to put things into perspective for us. Mm -hmm. Like everyone kind of had to take a breath 
mm-hmm. or not take a breath or, you know, and sort of like rearrange what's what. And I guess I, I guess I can only speak for you and I in our experience because we're both actor writer. We're in the creative field mm-hmm. that like, I don't know. Well, actually, I don't know. I'm speaking for you, but I don't know. But like <laughs> we, we kind of had to take a break there. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, absolutely. And be like, oh, wait a second. Actually checking in with myself is cool. <laughs> right. Like, oh, downtime helps me be more creative. What? Oh my God. I, <laughs> I can never, like be smarter, funnier <laughs> and, oh. uh, not put everything I do on the internet. So, <laughs> oh my God, some yeah. stuff can be for me. Oh my God. I can have what? thoughts that I don't share. <laughs> it's like, it's a, it really is a whole new world of it. Like I just, yeah. yeah. I'm like, Oh, this is why I wasn't creatively inspired or I felt totally drained for <gasps> like a few years before the pandemic or we were forced to stay at home. Now I'm like, Oh, I have funny shit to reference because I'm just like, living my life, playing a video mm. game or like cooking or whatever. It's yeah. It's uh, it is, it is quite sad that it took all this. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever feel like you were running forward without like stopping and looking back? Like mm. there was a project that I was working on with Daphne and we had like development funding for it and we were running forward with it. We were just like, and it was beautiful and it was Mm. fun. And it, and, and she's incredible. Daphne Joseph is incredible comedian. It's just such a great comedian storyteller, everything. (laughs) Oh my God. I love her. And then we found out that we weren't going to go through with like the, they weren't going to go through with the project. Mm. It It didn't fit blah, 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 mandate changed, yada, 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 end of the day, it's not happening. Mm. And, you know, I was, we were upset. I I can speak for myself. I was so upset, but then I was just sort of like, oh, well, you know, a month passed and I was like, well, that was a really great learning experience. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, you know, there was a moment before where I was like, no, we got to, this guy, this has to keep going. We got to keep making this happen. Like, ah, and I think sort of like, you know, it was kind of funny. It was actually, it reminded me of when you were talking to DJ and how DJ was talking about how Mm. you're never listening, Racky. Yeah. Yeah. No, (laughs) well, you're never like, your last like it's not it's never like you're just going to make one thing and then that's it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but we see so many examples of that like you know I've, and I always just google people and I'm like how did they do it and they always have like a <laughs> why why is that like everyone's just like yeah they just hit hit it big somehow like oh I know why is like everyone on Wikipedia the anomaly kind yeah, of? It can't right? be the anomaly. It can, no. If there's this many people, no, absolutely. But then you look at the numbers of people who like didn't get their show made and then you're like, oh, they are the exception. Mm. They are, but it's, it is, it's very confusing. So finding out, okay, this project's not going to go forward. How do you know when to like keep trying and when to just be like, you know what? You know what was wild? It was like, it, mm. that was happening. We were like, okay, well, let's apply to this fund, that fund. Let's go. We were talking to our producer about how other ways. And we tried some stuff. And then we got to a point where like, honestly, we just were like, not stoked to do it anymore. That's such a great barometer. Oh my God. And people yeah. were, and people are always like, this is how projects die, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, like, I think we, I think that was the end of it for us. It mm-hmm. was a learning experience. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it is, you know, 
throughout like anyone's creative career and especially through writing I think themes and and chemistry and like uh partnerships come up over and over again Mm. and so you kind of I kind of just had to trust that like this story would be told again it when Mm. the time is right or moments of it would come or maybe something else is going to come from this partnership with Daphne and I that Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily this but this almost laid a foundation and we both I mean I whatever I'll speak for myself I learned so much from the entire process of it Mm. that I was like I don't care like I I got paid to write and then I learned a bunch now now onwards you know what I mean we both but we both were like we both looked at each other and we're like I think we need to put these characters to rest we just like didn't want to say their names anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just called they them were characters. like heavy their names were just like heavy yeah. we were like, oh, what would this character do what was, oh god like <laughs> <laughs> there's that pressure to like for perseverance like yeah but totally don't, don't ever give up and it's a fucking lie a lot of the time because like you said it's like well it hustle was a culture. successful situation. It's hustle it culture. is hustle culture. It's hustle it culture plus like that drank Red Bull. I don't know. Mm. Like there's, you know, like there's, there's maybe, you know what it is? There's mm. hustle. Yeah. And then there's hustle culture. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause hustle's fine. Hustle. Sure. Sure. Hustle. Hustle, hustle along, culture. Get to, the, yeah. get to the grocery store before eight. <laughs> like, <laughs> get there in the morning during the weekday when you're there. Hustle, get up hustle. early, get your yeah. little writing in. You know, hustle, hustle you said that. you wanted to do, you wanted to write this thing today and it's totally reasonable. Write this thing today. Hustle, hustle culture, I feel like is completely directionless. It's like kill yourself just to say that you did it. Maybe, hu- hu- maybe hustle culture is low-key performative. I don't know. We're just throwing shit Ooh, out right now. We're just throwing it out. We're going to let it stick or fall. Is this good or bad? Santa will tell us. <laughs> Wait till right. December and we will find out. We will find out about you know, culture. <laughs> I know, but actually, but some like a part of that really, really rings true. I think it, because a part of it does feel very performant. I mean, first of all, just the aspect of like every, of seeing it online and being like, oh my God, they're doing this. They're doing that. Blah, blah. I mean, all of that feels very performative. Mm-hmm. Not that people aren't posting authentically, but just that it creates this sort of like bubble that everybody's running faster than me and I'll never catch up. And oh my God, I I don't deserve to sleep. But I I honestly think that that is also, unfortunately, that's part of our career path in a a low-key horrible way Mm -hmm. is that like people will look at our Instagram and our Twitter to decide if this is a right match for this for their writing mm-hmm. room or for their, or for, I don't know, who knows, who knows, but like mm-hmm. people do look at your social media to, to see what you've done or, you know, on an indie film, like a director is going to go through. So I have, I have director friends who have mentioned someone and they'll be like, Oh, don't look at their IMDB. Like look at their Instagram. Like that's, that's the, fo- that's, you'll get a better vibe of them there or something like that. So you know, like we all take these headshots and then I think it's hilarious that sometimes directors are just literally looking at our Instagram. Our Instagram. So. <laughs> Gee, I know, right? Oh yeah, like I will have, I'll feel like, oh my God, I'm not being seen in any casting room. Like no one wants to see me. And then like I got offered a job on Instagram or through Instagram. And I'm there like, what is, ha- what? what is happening? Okay, because then there's this whole thing like, okay, so how much do I put into oh my, my Instagram of branding, but <gasps> I'm so, I don't know how I go so bad. What do you massive do? Waves. No, I yes. go through massive waves. It is like a secular thing for me. Mm-hmm. I'll like post a bunch and then I'll be like, I hate this. 
never mind. Um, or I'll like post something self-promotional promote promo e because I feel like I need to as well because mm-hmm. like whatever because that also matters somehow and you know yes. you know because it, it's true like if you don't tell it, it just so happens that we're all the people that follow us not all the people but a lot of people that follow us are our friends yeah and so and some of them are in the industry mm-hmm. and so as a result it might feel it sometimes does feel like you know, if they're fringe friends or they're fringe people you don't know or know or know or know or whatever, you're kind of like, oh shit, it can get comparative, compare right? Mm-hmm. You can feel compare or it can make you feel compare mm-hmm. But I just try to think, oh, you know what? It's not, we have been forced by virtue of our job to make our social media partly our brand. Yeah. And so I've sort of just tried to think about it like that and think about my social media more brandy but then I also get bored of it and I'm like, well, what about this cool picture of like a flower? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I swing. Like you said, I swing from swing like, so hard. this matters. This mat. this is like, this is a part of my career. Like stop pretending that it's not. And then I swing yeah. to the other side of like, it doesn't fucking matter. It's social media. Who fucking cares? Exactly. I'm not feeding into that lie. Fuck you guys. I'm just going to be yeah. myself. And then I'm like, volatile I haven't figured it out because even even like two two uh what's it called like two primmed and proper and whatever that also mm. feels inauthentic to me absolutely or I'm like oh you're just a brand okay yeah, like too curated that. I'm like <laughs> okay yeah and I was like yes. oh this isn't for me this isn't my page to fault like this feels like a for you page or whatever it's called <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, this feels like an only fans page but like for art whatever I don't know whatever what this it is, is. Yeah, this, is like yeah. a, this is the this page is in for me you're not my friend on this you're uh, yeah you're this on this well that's weird too because like a bunch of people on Instagram that I'm following are like loved ones who aren't in the industry at all I'm I'm following them I'm following my cousin because she's these beautiful babies that I'm obsessed with or you whatever check on the babies yeah want to check on the babies all the time and then I'm and then I have like directors that I follow who I think are awesome, who I know follow me. And so I'm Ugh. so split. Like, and then somebody was like, we'll make a, make a, a business one and a personal one. I'm like, fuck. Okay. That. So I did that. And I posted Whoa. like two things you, to, yeah. my, to my quote unquote personal private and then just yeah. never used it again. <laughs> it's too much work. You want me to oh do another God. social media? A double? No. No, a no, double? no. Switch between accounts? Hell no. no. I already have to switch between accounts for the podcast and this one. And that's fine because that's such a clear, like different yeah. thing. Oh, that's a different thing. But to be like, I'm at work now. I'm just my goofy self, but can I not be the, Oh my God. Like no. it would, I would be so confused. I think also like a lot of it is like, I just say, do stuff for you. Like mm-hmm. what's funny for you do it for me. I try to think, okay, this is not for anyone. This is for me. And that's, that helps me not really give a shit about it too much. Like I'll yeah. post the promo shit. If I book someone, I'll post, here you go. Here it is. <laughs> now, you know, I'm really an actor. It's not just a, <laughs> yeah. in my bio. I, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No, totally. I think it's just post it because at least it makes, it makes you laugh me or laugh. smile it exactly you laugh, then it's exactly good. you're like this makes me happy I'm gonna post it and I can delete it later and I don't fucking know what's happening yeah, who, cares? who cares who cares although I do love your TikTok account so oh I will say God. lol I don't even L-O-L. Post that. oh, oh well you know what I've seen everyone <laughs> TikTok is so strange like most of them oh. have like a hundred views and then there's like two videos I don't know if you've seen two videos mm. That have like hundred thousand views. Which ones always, have? Which one did that? Anything related? I don't know if I get 
hooked on some TikTok India vibe mm. or like, you know how there's like currents running through t- TikTok? Yes. Yeah. I think I ran a, an India current somehow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I have two, <laughs> I have two videos. One of them where I just was watching a Bollywood film and there was like a fantasy sequence where she like hugs him and then it's like a transition into the next scene. And I just thought, haha, the, I just wrote like all oh, the ultimate TikTok. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just making a dumb joke. And it has so many views and everyone <laughs> is throwing so much shade at me being like, no, it's not. This isn't TikTok. That's a Bollywood film. Blah, blah. Oh I was like, God. I don't read that. I don't read that. The first video, <laughs> the first video I had, they also got like a bunch of views was something that I, I made in under four minutes with my mom, where, <laughs> where it was me just making, uh, what was I making? Like, I don't even remember, like burritos or something, but all I had, all we had was like Indian food. Mm. So I was making it or tacos or something. So I was making it with the taco rice. one. Yeah. Yes. Cause you also did crepes, right? I remember the crepe. I did. Too. And you know, and that's why I, I regret it because people, <laughs> The TikTok, no. my TikTok yeah. all my TikTok fans. Okay. The TikTokers. All TikTok. Yeah, all the fans. Yeah, the yeah, TikTok yeah. fans yeah. were like, oh, do something else, do pizza, do this. And then I was like, I am not doing this for you. Oh I yeah. It got me so mad because I was like, <laughs> this isn't for you. And then, you know, I did do it for them. I did the crepes. And <laughs> But I hated it. I hated it doing you it. You hated the time. crepes. And then I did another. I, I didn't like it because I was like, the, the funny thing about this is that uh, of the magic of how, you know, you don't think you just make stuff. You just play, you know, like it's play. And then when someone's like, do it again, but do it like this. And you're like, are you the director now? Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> then it's like, OK, this isn't for me anymore. This is for somebody else. When, okay, Rocky, yeah. when you were growing up, how were you with like authority figures, like teachers and stuff? If someone, did you like rules or were you like a little rebel? Were you like, no, I also just, I, I love your Mason jar. That is the size of your head, but because it's huge, it's massive. It's massive. It must be gallons. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of cups. It's a lot of pounds of water it's and so it's massive. Pounds. Yeah. How were you? Were you like, no, if you, if you tell me to brush my teeth, then I'm not going to brush my teeth. Even, even though I was going to, that was, that's definitely the vibe. Really? With my my mom and like, with my, like, you know, with certain people, otherwise I was kind of a bit of a goody two shoes in school and stuff. Like, but I, I think when I was younger, like I don't like, you know, F FTP. I don't like authority. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I prefer to work collaboratively or to, I don't know, like have a conversation. We're all doing, I hated that work too, when the people would tell you what to do or like do it like this. It's like, Hey, I have my own agency. I'll do it my way. It'll be done. It'll be done well. (laughs) And it'll be done with a little bit of flair. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) With a little Rocky flair, it'll be fine. Hey, have you heard? The Liquid Courage podcast is now on Patreon. Patreon is a subscription-based platform that allows you to support your favorite artists while receiving fun, exclusive perks for doing so. Head over to liquidcourage.com to find out more, or go directly to the podcast Patreon page at patreon.com slash liquidcouragepodcast. See you there. Did you feel cool? Did I feel cool in school? Did I feel cool in school? Uh, No, no. For me, no, I don't think I ever felt cool. Not, not really. 
I sort of felt like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Did you feel that? I don't. We all. I, I, yeah. I always was kind of like I don't know where I fit. Oh, it's oh mm-hmm. my god, it's such a theme in my life. Where mm-hmm. do I fit? Ooh, right? interesting. Middle child syndrome. Middle child. So we're like, <laughs> so the answer is yes. We are absolutely middle child. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I feel like people t- when you're, especially when you're younger, people tell you your things like. <laughs> you're cool. Mm -hmm. You're athletic. You're a a nerd, whatever they, I fucking simplified the shit out of those things, but they kind of put these labels on you. And it's very confusing. If they don't feel like they're sitting in, you just automatically are like, okay, well I must be wrong. Like when I was, when I was in school, people told me like, no, you're, you're a part of the cool, like the cool club. Mm -hmm. And there was a part of me, first of all, that was like, I don't belong here. And I'm waiting until like somebody is (gasps) like, wait, what the fuck? I didn't know she was here. Get her the fuck out of here. And also though thought I'm not having like, is this, I'm still being made fun of constantly. I'm still getting called a Nell. I'm still being, my body's still being ridiculed. I'm still being expected to like do things I'm not comfortable with. Is this like, everyone says they want to be in the cool kids club. Cause then it's like, you're safe and you won't be bullied is this what it's like? Cause that <gasps> sucks. Like if this is it, what is young age? Ugh. What is it? <laughs> I, I would never, I would never do it? it again. And I'm not even saying that I had like a particularly horrendous, ch- like my family was wonderful. Like childhood. I mean, like in school, but I would not there go back to, to grade be, school. There would be, there needs to be more discussion. I want to interview all my friends about their age range at that time because uh, you know what I'm curious I think I had like similar sort of I don't know similar sort of experiences like mm. I don't know my school was a little bit different in that in the in the suburbs at least um mm-hmm. there was always like kind of groupings of people so like mm. although like brown kids kind of stuck to they had they had a bit of a group you know all the Asian kids sort of had a bit of group like Russian kids black kids like it was all kind of but we were all so all kind of friends and then I was part of like this group that was sort of a mishmash and I I basically had one friend and we were kind of like wacky wild wild cards together except she Mm -hmm. was a little bit more wild cardy and so we kind of had our own thing kind of going and we'd sort of drift in and out of all the groups but I do remember just being like oh I was kind of part of the brown crew but not really because um, their community, like they had sort of had a more community sort of, uh, there was a, a religious aspect of it too, that I wasn't that, like I wasn't that religion. So I did, but I didn't fit into it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was all, all kind of, it was all kind of like, I just was like, uh, I was just sort of doing my thing, living my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? High school. <laughs> With my one wacky friend over here. With my one wa- wild friend. Yeah, we were, we were, we were kind of wild cards. So, but yeah, no, that's in like, whatever. I like went to drama, drama class or whatever. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> no, no, did you, Loved did it. you feel like a sense of belonging with that friend? Like, were you like, oh, this friendship, like I belong here. And like, this is, for I me. think, hmm. I think, but also like waves of not because she was also, I think much more um well off than I was in a way and had more freedom than I did so I don't know you know like it it would be really I don't know I don't know I thought about this the other day and I thought you know it's so much now as an adult I mean I Mm -hmm. wish I could have said this to myself younger that like 
nice is cool. Like cool mm-hmm. isn't cool. Being nice is cool. Like just having nice friends mm-hmm. to do nice things with. That's cool. Yeah. But I think younger, when you're a little bit younger, you're just like, uh, cool. It's cool. <laughs> I, I think it's like cool. survival. Like, okay. The cool kids seem to be the, the, I don't know. I don't know. I go to like the least picked on. So try to get to them so that you're not picked on. And then also, I, I mean, I wish that there was more like what you described as, as you and your wacky friend and we were kind of wild cards and we just kind of went, that was like my dream. Like growing up, I like, mm. I want to find, I, I would look at like the arts kids and be like, I wish I had enough courage to just go be myself over there. Like I mm. wish, but I was just like, assimilate, assimilate. Oh my God, be the same. However, because, were yeah. they living their lives? Were they yeah, I don't know them? because for them, they courage. Be <laughs> that's the thing. I wish oh. that as kids, like, and I can only speak for like my, my, when I was growing up, but I just, I wish that like there was more, um, belonging was synonymous with sameness. Like you had to be exactly the same with someone or you didn't fit in with them. And, oh, you, you know, and I wish it's like, you could be totally different and totally belong. Like I, that was not a thing when I, it didn't feel no. like a thing when I was a kid, it was like true, be true. exactly the same or pretend you're the same as that friend or you're an imposter they're going to figure out and they're going to say you're not cool and you're going to be kicked out because you're not the and same how, as them. how gross is that that it bleeds into like our career and then there uh, you know what I mean like that it's Almost. not gone that it's not like there are moments of be it gone yeah yeah and I also just wish there was a lot more communication <laughs> <laughs> and now like kids, or when you're a kid yeah when you're younger yeah. I just feel like you were like I wish there was more of this and I was like communication but then you said something else that was like definitely exactly what I mean (laughs) like for sure totally good but also communication would have been great yes yeah yeah from all areas I would have loved some shared experience moments oh yes yeah no absolutely and and even now I'm like I feel like I feel like I'm only really talking. I don't talk about it that much. Not that I need to, but I just mean like even now shared experiences. Sometimes I'll find myself still doing it. Like, okay, hide that thing about you because they might not like it. And it's mm. like, I'm an adult. I'm an adult. I feel like I need to. Oh my God. It's so much, so much nicer though. When people do say stuff, because you just immediately, there's like a release of like, Oh, me too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or when they don't say me too, when you say it and they're like, they have no idea what that's like, but oh, and then you're just like, oh, anyway, they're like, but you're or, so or they don't see it, and then you're just like, you're like, oh, okay, learn something about you, absolutely, yeah, learn something about you. Okay, I want to ask you because this totally leads in. Okay, so your um your series, your multiple award nominated series, oh note to God, self. Um, ages ago, but yes. yes. Oh my God. Okay. So this is what I've been wondering. I know how the show or how, how you've said in interviews and stuff, how the show came to be that you had these ideas that you wanted to shoot, um, these different episodes and you put your own money into it. And you were like, I'm going to write this and film this with my other like filmmaker friends. And then CBC saw you performing a comedy show. Someone from CBC saw you performing a comedy show Mm -hmm. and then messaged you on Twitter after and said like, Hey, do you want to write for us? Do you want to do this thing? And you're like, I actually have some episodes. And then they paid to do post and do some more. Yeah. It was pure luck. It was luck. It was that thing. It was like that thing where you're like, you stars aligning in a sense. Like I'm Mm. 
right? Like I, I was going to put it out anyways. I was waiting for like winter to be done so I could make more money. And I I didn't know, (laughs) you know, and then, and then figure it out and then put it out somehow. But yeah, I think it was just like, it was kind of stars aligning. I feel like I got really lucky because I know that a lot of people wanted to do that after and they had changed their staff. And I, I really do think that, you know, it was, I, it was in the works. So, you know, always, you know, whatever, but the point wasn't the point of it. The initial point of note to self was, yes, it was all that stuff. Yes. It was like, you know, I was doing live stuff and my aunt could would miss my shows. Cause she couldn't, couldn't, didn't want to drive in from Mississauga no. at like eight o'clock on a Thursday or whatever. And so it was a little bit of that, but it was also, if I'm just being straight the F up, it was like yeah. a brand. It was for me to be like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to get more footage of me on, on camera. It was sort of like a, okay, I'm just going to kind of try and brand some sort of comedy moment here. It was a little bit of a career choisy and move, you know, like it was a, cho- it was a, it was a choice. It was like a specific choice of like, great. If I can have more footage of myself that looks good and it shows me as being funny then uh, maybe I'll have a better chance of uh, going out a little bit more and stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, you, you must know, like doing this podcast, like having something going on for yourself outside of waiting for commercial or commercials for auditions to come and yeah. for writing jobs to come mm-hmm. helps, helps have some feeling of control over your career and also like guides, guides what you, what you give yourself to do and what kind of roles that you see for yourself. That's, I mean, that's kind of how I move. Yeah. Well, it's like an autonomy, a bit of power, like a bit more of like, totally. okay, I'm not just and learning and, and oh learning. Oh, yeah. And, and just getting like an enjoyment. Cause this is like why totally. we get oh into my God. it, you know, but I also learned so much from that, even through the casting process of like, um, I remember like one of the most, the hugest, one of the biggest light bulb moments is two of my friends auditioned for a part and they were both extremely brilliant, hilarious, wonderful. It it was, it just so happened that one of, one of them made the story and made my reaction in the story work a little stronger, but it didn't discount at all that the other, the other actors work. They were brilliant, honestly. And I was like, oh, this is why casting's weird. Oh, it's not really about, it's not you. It's not personal. Even though it is personal, it's not, you know? I think I've said this on here. I don't remember, but like with working in commercial casting, the number of times that I see that it's, it has nothing to do with like you and I come in and I book it and it has nothing to do with you. You can tell people that, but they think you're just being nice. It doesn't sink in until you have that, I think, until you have that kind of experience where you get to actually see it firsthand and you're like, oh, this is what yeah. people were saying. It doesn't actually have, at, at a certain point, it has nothing to do with you. It really and doesn't. That's why, and that's why I try to treat every um, job opportunity, so like every audition, like a chance to grow, like a chance to learn something new about myself, to try something fun, have a little goal for like, Oh, what's, what am I going to do for this one? Like, Oh, I've been really working. Like I'm taking a voice class right now. And so I'm really trying to work in, um, part of the warm up that, um, we've been going through in this voice class into my preparation just to see, Oh, how does that feel when I do that now? And yeah, it's really interesting. It's like, it makes it, it, it takes away this idea of like it having to be about getting the job, you know, it's more like I'm showing up for myself and I'm having fun. So like, I, I try to think about it like that. 
It's like that TikTok thing, like doing it for yourself versus doing it for someone else, you know? There we go. There we go. I am am curious, like, okay, because I've heard, you know, in interviews and stuff, people ask you like, well, how did this come to be? And then you've told the story about how this person saw you at a show. Mm. Here's what I'm so curious. I think about you doing that show. And and I know it was a number of years ago, so maybe you don't remember. But that show that then you later found out there was someone from CBC watching. Mm. When you walked off stage, did you feel like it was a great show? How did you feel about like that set that you did? Oh, I, I had fun. I've only ever like, it was um, Milu's uh, Merchy comedy. Yeah. And, and I think it was one of the earlier ones. So I was like pretty prepared. You know what I mean? I think I've only ever done Milu's show once where I've, I tried something new that uh, quite frankly, I was not, I didn't feel 100% polished in and I, I did it and it just like did not really work. And, <laughs> and then I like, I was like, okay, don't do that again. So I, the way that I try to work anytime I do comedy anyways, which I am so jealous of other people because a lot of people are just so much looser. And I think, I think anytime I do like whatever I was doing kind of like uh, what's it called? Like sketch, like sort of character sketch and sort of like songs, but I hadn't yet started doing stand-up or trying in stand-up. Um, and so it was kind of like an alt kind of way into that. And I would be quite prepared with that because you had you had to be, you had to hit the beats and, you know, it's kind of like, it's scripted, so to speak, right? And so mm-hmm. so I felt good about it because I, I had prepared and I felt it went well. I didn't feel like whatever. I just sort of did it. And then I was like, great, that, that, that happened. But no, I didn't necessarily have some sort of moment. I just was like, that was fun. Mm-hmm. And I think if anything, I was like, oh man, I did something so different than everyone because everyone was doing stand-up. And so I was kind of like, oh, did I, I, you know, maybe I should try. How do I, I, I do remember like it was during a vein of time where I was thinking about what would it be like to do stand-up or add sort of moments of like in between, between stuff and then whatever. So I was actually more thinking about that than anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's interesting to think that like sometimes other people's perceptions or like other people's other people saying that was a great fucking set can sometimes convince you that it was a better set than you thought it was when it's like, well, my opinion of it should matter too. Or like, maybe I shouldn't be beating myself. Like maybe I shouldn't be thinking, oh, that set was shit. And then someone else says it's amazing. And I think it's amazing. No, I try to keep that stuff pretty private anyways. Like it's Mm kind of like in, in the audition process too. I kind of have a way of working where I, I, you know, come up with a goal or I, come, I think about something that I want to try, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of it, I kind of close it out by being like, you know, I finish it and then I kind of wrap it up for myself. Otherwise mm-hmm. I find I like think about things too much with this, like a little, like, how did that actually go? Did I, did I try the thing and how much fun did I kind of have with that? And how do I feel coming out of it? Okay, cool. And that kind of like packages off. So it's not really on my mind anymore. And then what I do is I do do, like, if I filmed it, I do a review process. It's not, not always for auditions, but like, whatever I'll do a review process. Well, I'll go back and watch it for like live stuff. I would go back and watch it a week later auditions. It takes way longer. It takes like a month <laughs> for me to go back and watch them. <laughs> I never want to go back and watch them, but um, yeah, but like you'd go back and you'd watch it and I'd sort of be like, Oh, okay. Oh, I hit that joke too soon. Or I, I didn't let that breathe. The, the laughter was coming, but I didn't, it didn't, it was still swelling before I spoke again. So it was more of, um, 
again, it's a more of a, a learning, learning from sort of analyzing and sort of like going back and looking at the performance and being like, oh, what could, what could be tweaked or what could, what's working. And it, it, really interesting things I noticed too, like when I have nervous energy, my voice goes higher and you, I read myself like in, you know, I'll watch it a week later and be like, oh my God, I was nervous. Like I didn't, I didn't realize I was that nervous, but I'm, I'm watching it now being like, oh, I was clearly quite nervous. And so, you know, like just stuff like that, you kind of realize and, and then you think, okay, well, what's working, what's not, how can I, what, how can I move forward? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of how I, how I go with that stuff. I think it's kind of, it's, it's like, it's nice. Cause it sounds like you're allowing the performance to be a part of the process and not necessarily oh, totally. end. like, okay, no. this was a performance, but it can also just be a part of the whole process. So then nothing, nothing is so precious. And it's, I think maybe I learned that a little bit from note to self too, because when I did mm. note to self, um, the process was so juicy. It was so wonderful. I learned so much and it was brilliant and I was so involved and yeah. And, and then at the end of it, you know, they came out and I sort of had put this thing on myself where I had worked on it for so long. So then I did feel a sense of validation by, you know, what happens with it now. And because it's online, you know, you get, you get a certain sort of feedback, you'll get a certain sort of feedback or you'll hear some stuff or whatever. But I think um, it also felt like, okay, well, when Tuesday passes, it's going to be Wednesday and that video is going to go to the bottom of the feed and another thing will be posted. So it was like, oh, okay. Like that doesn't necessarily live on uh, in a way. And it's, it's fleeting in a sense. And so, it, you know, really like through all of that and through that whole um, process and all, honestly, quite honestly, like therapy as well, because it was a little bit like jarring after to be like oh I put so much into this and then it's just done and then what do I do now and I think I was sort of in a different mindset it, it kind of helped me shape um shape how I, I work on things now and like how I regard them and, and it's like you know you film anything right like the editor chooses the take you know the editor and the director is going to choose your take and how it's going to work how does it work for the story but you could have done you know, six alts that are completely different or play. And it's like, what are you going to focus on the end result or how much fun you had prepping and doing it and playing in the moment? Because the end result is like, well, that's not really my decision. That's the director's decision. And maybe one day I'll choose to be a director or I'll, I'll want to do that. And then I'll want to do that for someone else and kind of play with it in, in a different sort of position of creativity or whatever. But that's kind of like how I think about it too, is sort of like, it's not about the final product really for me. It's about the process and the people, oh, the, the people, people, the people, and the people. Oh, the people. Oh, the people. Such <laughs> a difference, the people. Being a person, seeing the episodes coming out, seeing the reaction, experiencing it, thinking like, oh my God, this is fucking great. And like, and, and rewatching all of them before, before our chat being like, oh my God, I still think these are so funny. Like going, you know, going through yeah. and stuff and you receive lots of nominations and stuff. I'm curious, like, how are you about, um, like receiving compliments or like accolades? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, 
it was so I don't I don't know uh good I think I try I don't know <laughs> like are you comfortable if somebody like pays you a compliment do you feel comfortable or is it like you know are you like oh no, but, but you're great like oh deflect deflect like how I don't know how do compliments are like how does it sit with you I I think I think I'll accept a compliment. Yeah. I yeah. mean, why not? <laughs> Throw right? me one. Come on. Come on. Yeah, yeah, totally. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'll definitely, I would definitely accept a compliment, yeah. but you know, everyone is working. Everyone is doing stuff. I think that's the thing is like, there's so many actors and so many writer, writers out there who are brilliant, who are working and some of us have just, you know, their star aligning moment is going to come or their connection needs to be made. And whatever way I can be um, like a conduit for anyone who ever asked me, I will, because it's just sort of like, you know, you want it like you need to be upfront that some stuff is just luck. Like yeah. some stuff is just sort of right time, right place, mm -hmm. luck. You know, I got that job on, uh, on, um, Andrew's show, Andrew Fung's show. And he and I met on the Beaverton. He told me he was a fan of Note to Self at the time. And there was like a drive up to Hamilton. So we'd kind of chatted on the, on the drive up there. And then he kind of said like, you know, if you're doing more, like I'd, I'd want to be in it, like blah, blah, blah. You know, it just so happened when we did write or when I did write more, there were no <laughs> male parts. Um, so Oops. <laughs> Oops, girl Oopsie. power. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then we kind of just sort of kept in touch. And, you know, I am active on social media and uh, he knows that I'm from the suburbs. His show is about the suburbs. And like during the quarantine, I was literally at my parents like and I was filming dumb videos with my parents. And that <laughs> was also kind of dumb luck. He, you know, he had the whatever with with what with his project, too. And I had to interview and send in a package and all that stuff, but it was dumb luck that I, that I had been making these silly videos for no one again, but mm. myself mm. with my family, just being an idiot in the suburbs. <laughs> and somehow, you know, he saw them and was like, Oh, this, POV this is my show. Yeah. Works <laughs> yeah. For what we're doing and maybe yeah. it would make sense to have this voice in. Mm. So so it's, yeah, it's luck. And that's mm -hmm. what I think is people like live your life, do stuff for you. Creatives live your life, do stuff for yeah. you. And if it makes you laugh, you'll find your, you'll find your audience. It'll come. This thing is such a long, I think, you know what happened? Mm. I, when you, when you commit to, to the life of an artist, when you yeah. finally are like, no, 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 like I'll be doing this forever. And even if I'm not, I'll do, I'll be doing something in this world. And if I choose not to, fine, I'll make that decision then. But like, mm -hmm. once you fully commit to it, I think then not everything feels so big or for, so small. It all kind of matters. And so the compliments are like, great, you know, thank you. But it's also like, um, okay, like, uh, yeah. And, uh, and, and, and wait till next month or I don't know, whatever. You're just like, you're like, oh, thank you so much. But like, you know, you, you kind of do it for yourself. And it's great if it, if it, if it, if people um, relate to it, I mean, obviously there, that's a huge part of story building <laughs> is like the relatability, sharing your experience and hoping that people will like connect with it. So when people say that they connect with stuff, that is one of the hugest compliments because mm -hmm. I 
I truly believe the story has the ability to change the world. I do. Connect us all. I it does. I mean, it's such a, it's such a tropey and silly, a trite thing to say, but oh no, like you, like through story, you can communicate any opinion, any point. You can show something visually, a feeling. It's the human experience. I feel very strongly about this. Mm. I love this. <laughs> no, I yeah. love it. it. It makes so much sense. It's like, once you, tell once you're like, yeah, I am an artist. Stop with the self-doubt. I'm telling myself like I'm an artist. Then you need the compliments from other people much less like, okay, thanks. That's nice. But I'm not chasing that anymore. I don't really need that because I've already told myself I am and I'm great. And thank you. That's a cherry on top, but I bake the cake. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's sort of like a validation mindset versus like a, a mindset of like, I don't know, like a commitment to the craft and then sort of, or for a commit, it's a growth mindset. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's the validation versus the growth mindset. And I think that's sort of like, do I need someone's validation to tell me I'm an artist or I'm an artist and I'm going to continually be learning and that's how I'm going to work. And when I choose not to hustle, hustle culture F you, if I choose not to. Bye. 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 (laughs) Bye. -bye. I love that. What was it like writing on someone else's show versus oh. writing for your show? Like, what was that? What was the the experience, the difference in experience like? Oh my God. You know what? I think it is. I think any aspiring writer, I, I there, it's too bad that this is not the law. It should be the law in Canada. Okay. <laughs> oh my any God. I'm so excited for what's coming next. Okay. We're changing the law. Needs to be, needs to be a fly on the wall. Mm. in a writer's room there needs to be more excuse me <gasps> law there needs to be <laughs> law no law law, law people order. there needs to be some sort of loophole or whatever the hell that allows people to be a fly on the wall on the wall in the wall in at, the wall in or or with without whatever you know what i'm saying in a room <laughs> because it's such a huge learning experience it's intensely collaborative, intensely collaborative in a way that it never is when you're writing by yourself, you know, mm-hmm. you have to have written or you don't have to have, but you, you write these pieces, right? Like, a, a samples and that's all alone. And, um, the amount that I learned from being in that room was fantastic, was wonderful. And I just thought to myself, wow, if, you know, even when I was with Daphne, just writing with another person was also fantastic. And, but then being in a room where we're all, all of our brains are coming together and, you know, someone maybe has more of um, a gift with finding the natural shape of the story. Whereas one person has a point of view that really speaks to a certain character and someone has a, a way of uh, emphasizing a joke or, you know, bringing their sketch background up and, and to the forefront to like amplify some joke or whatever. It all is, it's like this beautiful collaboration that, um, that I think uh, honestly is also a lot due to, 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 to Andrew and to the, the room that he has, uh, you know, put together. But um, yeah, so I, I, it's, it's very different. It's also, honestly, it's a bit of a relief in a sense to all, I know this is kind of controversial, <laughs> but everyone is like, I want to be a showrunner. I want to be a showrunner. Yeah. You know, like there's this yeah, vibe guilty. Where yeah. Where you're like, yeah. 
and a lot of it too, is if you want to be an actor, they're like, write parts for yourself. So then you're yeah, like, I yeah. guess I have to do all the things because no one else will and hire now me, so I guess better. I will. Yes, now, yeah, exactly. I don't know yeah. that everyone actually knows what a showrunner does because the first day or second mm-hmm. day, third day in there, when you, the showrunner was showrunning, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I no, I would never want to do this. <laughs> Okay. Oh my God, Rocky. This is the thing that really frustrates me about this industry is that it can take so long to get to actually see like pragmatically how your dream job actually is that you could, (laughs) I could be trying to be a showrunner for 10 years. Ten years I see a showrunner and then I go, oh no, I have no interest in that. You but I've been no fucking idea. trying to do it for 10 years. That's the thing. They're, it, they're, it's so secretive. It drives, oh God. Like, oh, it's, yeah. yeah. I was also like, oh my God, it's so much work writing a show. Like, yes, I've written, written a web series. And I think my, my general POV was like, now I'll write a show. Like then we did a, Daphne and I, it was a web series again, but it was a narrative form and uh, whatever. So it was a little bit different. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'm going to, you know, maybe I want to write a bunch of shows and maybe that's what I want to do TV writing a little bit, even though really my brain is actor. Like I do see myself as an actor comedian first, but I was like, oh, maybe that. Um, And then I was like, oh my God, the show never ends though. It goes on (laughs) and on. Like you're renewed for a new season. You're like, damn it. And I just sort of thought to myself and you're like, you stay in a certain world, you know what I mean? And like the kind of writing I like to do a little bit more would be kind of like, if I was to sort of like, I, I kind of, I mean, I'm not discount, like saying that this is out of the realm of possibility, but I was just sort of like, I want to tell a story that ends. There's a character growth and then it ends. And I was like, okay, well, I want to write a screenplay then that's what I want to do. So I started <laughs> learning how to do that. I took like classes and I was started on that path and then, and then this happened. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and it was great. And it was fantastic. Oh my God. It so much. But I was like, yeah, maybe later, maybe later. Yeah. yeah. I would want to do this for myself. But I think, I think that you're right in that, like, as a actors, they say, write your, yourself apart, write yourself, whatever. And sometimes, you know, even personally, I'm guilty. I think big, oh, I'm going to make a whole show about myself. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, what do you have to say? you know, what's your story? Yeah. Yeah. Why? And you're like, and you're like, it's about a girl who needs to grow up. (laughs) And it's like you and everybody else, honey. 100%. 100%. You're like, if your elevator pitch could, this is the thing. Like if your pitch of your show that stars, you could star someone else and it would make maybe more sense even. And we gotta, we gotta rework it. We gotta make it more personal. Not, not, yeah. Not to say that that's not a great show or whatever, but I mean, no, it's just, you know what it else it is? It's like, we haven't seen ourselves Two WOCs, right? Have not seen ourselves no, on- No, not a WOC. You're not a DOC. <laughs> You're not a WOC? <laughs> not a WOC. Did not know. It's a, um, a WW. www. <laughs> really? Oh, wait. I really want to clarify, though, that I know what we're saying. Woman of color, right? That's what you're asking. Yes. Okay, fabulous. Not. No. No. Okay. Well, as a woman of color, I think also, and have not seen, you know, we haven't, I've not necessarily seen myself uh, represented in a real way. And like they do in the States, 
they had all these coming of age stories that in the US for all different, like there's Rami, there's uh, Insecure. There, there's so many shows that, that are um, specific and poignant and, but also a kind of coming of age stories in a sense. Mm-hmm. And in Canada, I have not seen that, that just, that doesn't even exist mm-hmm. for uh, different cultural backgrounds and everything. And as a result, I think because of that, we're all just like, I want to write the show where I'm on, where, where you do see that, mm-hmm. where you do see that. Mm-hmm. But no one wants to see that show. They want the show about <laughs> space or some shit. I don't know. Space. You're like, can't I come of age in space? What's the hook? What's the hook? Yeah. No, yeah. Exactly. That hook. That's the frustrating thing. Cause you're right. Because the, these shows that like you're talking about in the States, all these co- on paper, they might all, if you had no pictures and no, descri- it, it could just all sound like the same show, like mm-hmm. all coming of age stories. You're like, no, if you watch all these shows, they're completely different. They're all universal in like relating Uh that they're growing, that they're a coming of age story and things, but the details and the nuances and the characters and the tone, like everything is vastly different. And that's although like the value of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is also these are creator driven shows, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's the fucking thing where, yeah, exactly. And that's what kind of gets my gamut. I don't know if that's the right thing. That's the word, but that's what kind of gets me is that like, oh, these are creator driven shows. Voila. Look, they're there. They're amazing. And see them, see them, see them, see, see them. But, um, Not as much, not as much creator driven stuff here. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking shit. I don't know. I mean, maybe I should look at gem. Maybe I should <laughs> look at gem. No, but I think your experience is completely valid. Even if there are a few shows out there, mm-hmm. there's not enough. Also the fact that you could go, maybe I should look at gem. Cause that's the one place you could look <laughs> like that's an issue. It's a fucking issue. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, no, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you're right in that. It's like, well, it's not, sometimes it's about, well, I want an acting role. And sometimes it's about, well, I'm trying to look for characters that I relate to and that resonate and I'm not finding them. So I guess I'll play it. Like, yeah. 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 And then you're putting so much on yourself as a writer, as an actor, as a, I don't know, showrunner. Like, yeah. But then all these shows, they show you like Rami or, or, or the Mindy project or Mm -hmm. like, and I remember thinking about this with like girls or whatever, these shows that are, that are creator driven, that the, the lead is also the writer and is also the showrunner and all these things. You're, it, it, it's almost like, well, the only way to tell your story is if you're going to do all <gasps> those to things. to do it all. Hustle yes. culture. Hustle, Hustle culture. fucking culture. And I'm like, but what if I, what if I... I'm hardworking and I'm not lazy? I just don't want to do all those things. You know what? And that is something that I've kind of, I've come to, to I've started to think about is sort yeah. of like, where, where do I fit in this picture? Because yeah. I want a healthy, healthy life, mental health. And I, I am driven, hardworking and I have projects that I'm working on, but I do also want to be able to delegate, to delegate, to not have mm-hmm. to do it all. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe hustle, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I don't 
No, <laughs> no, but I, I totally hear you. It's like, I don't want to do all the things. If it means I got to sacrifice my mental health, being mm -hmm. able to play around with teas, being able to have yep. like time where I'm a human being mm -hmm. and it, and me wanting to be a human being doesn't take away how much I love acting or want. I don't mm. need to, like, I can be an actor and a human, and I'm just as good of an actor. And I care just as much as the person who says, yeah. I'm not a human. I'm only an artist. I'm like, no boundaries. Like, no, you don't mm. boundaries yet. No judgment, but like, I want boundaries. So yeah, no. And maybe I'm not there yet too. Like people, mm. like after I did note to self, people were like, are you going to do more note to self? And I was like, no, no, I, no. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, why not? It's so great. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh no. Like I wanted to do that. I did do it. I learned what I needed to from it because there were like slice of life kind of sketches. And I I learned that format. And then I was like, actually, what I want to do now is learn narrative, like more of a narrative style. So that's what I'm going to do now. And people, some, some people just did not understand that. They didn't get that. Oh, if something's working, do it, just keep doing it. And I, I thought about it a lot, but then I, I was like, no, I, I had a really firm stance of like, no, 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 this is, I've closed the door on this now that in a sense, uh, it'll come up later again, but I want to learn the next thing and work on the next thing. And and that's it. It's like, I think if you have something very, maybe, you know, we could have, like, I could have some idea that I'm like, yes, I want to do it all. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I have that. I have, I don't know that I, I, I have that because it's like to make a show. It is so personal. It is your entire, like, it will take up so much of your life. And it's so much of your experience that you're putting forward. You have to be mentally and physically prepared for that and know your boundaries and, you know, have stuff in check. I think, I think, I think, mm -hmm. I think, I think. I agree. I, it's quite refreshing. Like it's a very uh, British way of thinking almost of you, of you expressing like the experience was great with note to self or like with Daphne. The experience is great. I learned a lot. I don't need to suck it dry till everyone hates it. We're going to, we oh did God, this yeah. many episodes and we're going to end on a high note and it's great. And it came to an end success. Or it's like, yeah, then you see like, you know, the US office or any of them where they're like, we're <laughs> no. doing this until people petition to get us off the air. I fucking love the office. So nothing to the office, but just yeah, any no. shows like, yeah, you anyway. So it's a very, uh, I think it's a very refreshing. Cause I'm gonna be an artist forever. I'm gonna be doing this forever until I choose not to. And so I choose, I choose. I choose, I choose. But who knows? I could be totally wrong. <laughs> By the time this comes out, you can message me and be like, oh, no, FYI, I was FYI. totally wrong. <laughs> I, I disagree with everything I just said. I don't choose. I don't choose yeah, anymore. I don't choose. They I choose. don't choose. I choose. No, <laughs> to wrap up today, Rocky, I would love to do some like little rapid fire questions with you. Love it. Okay. Love it. Okay. So I know that you love to dance. I do. What is your favorite song to dance to right now? <gasps> um, oh my God. Big Frida. Um, iconic and then there's another song that that's like um everybody whatever if you just go to big frida spotify love it but it's like every single song on big every song okay all big frida okay i love that who's someone that you want to collaborate with that you haven't gotten to yet oh my god i don't know anyone um i just feel like i have like two and that's the only thing I know. Um, what do I want to collaborate with? But I don't, I haven't, I haven't yet. And you haven't yet. Yeah. You haven't gotten to yet. And Purnell maybe. That's a oh, great choice. Yeah. Great Why choice. Not? Why not get that glam on? Love Ugh. it. 
Lover. Yeah. Lover. Love. Okay. You had shared, this was like an interview years ago, so it doesn't matter if it's changed, but I was oh, okay, curious. Yeah. yeah. You, you were just, you had just shared how, like how much you love reading and how much it like inspires you creatively, but you hadn't been reading very much, but I, so mm. it just made me think now I was curious, like what's the, what's the book you're reading now? Or what's the last book that like really inspired you? I'm reading Giovanni's room right now and eating it up Ooh, and eating it up. Okay. Love. Yeah. What's so I'm loving it. it. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm reading now. And it's great. And, uh, I read, Oh, I read another book that I thought hmm. was really great called, um, a totally different vibe, <laughs> totally different. Like this is James Alden, but, um, it was, um, exotic stories, erotic stories for Punjabi women. Ooh. Yes. Uh, and I messaged, honestly, this is crazy, but I met, uh, <laughs> I messaged the woman who wrote it. And I was just like, I love do your book. You. I don't know if you're even going to read this email, but I loved your book. I've given uh, it to like so many people to read. And I heard, I, cause like obviously looked into it and they're making a movie and I was like, and I see that they're making a movie. I'm so stoked. And she wrote back and she was like, thank you so much. It was like really nice. Yeah. Oh, uh, and can I, okay. So is it, is it a nonfiction, like collection of stories? Is it a fiction? No, no, like did fiction. she write? It's fiction. Yeah, it's really, it's great. I liked it. It's very, it's a very easy read. It's a fun read. Uh, yeah, I recommend it. Recommend it. Okay. I love that. Okay. Okay. So you get booked on a big show and you're getting a green room and you get your rider where you can like put anything that you can request anything you want. Oh What's God. the one thing you're requesting? Sparkling water. Okay. Racky, do you know how many people have said sparkling water? I'm so intrigued. <laughs> I'm changing my answer. No. Almonds. 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 Okay. What kind? I'm just so intrigued. Like, okay, no, I actually have, I actually okay. have one. Oh, I love lint, dark chocolate, oh. caramel. It's a caramel crunch with sea salt. It's a dark chocolate with caramel crunch and sea salt. I just repeated myself. Is it? And, <laughs> and right now, no, yes. it is on sale. And I bought four bars of it because it yes. sometimes Sometimes it's there. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's, it's always not. too expensive at shoppers. Like, yeah, get it when you see it. Yeah. Oh, and if it's on sale, get it. Get it. Do they have it? I feel like I might've had it in the balls. Do they come in the balls too? It's not a ball. It's not a ball. It's okay, a big I would love. pack. It's white. I'll show it to you. I'll send you a picture. Later. Okay. You should try it. Everyone should try it. <laughs> I would love it. Send me a picture of that in the book, like together. Yes. And that oh, yeah. should be, that yeah, should yeah. be the night. Like you just have some chocolate. Also, like, I feel like chocolate is quite like erotic and like a little crunch, a little salt, a little crunch, a little salt. Perfect with the book. Bitter sweet. Yeah. Bitter sweet. All right. Just like sex life. Okay. And <laughs> last thing, I don't know why, I don't know why that reflects sex life. Um, and my last question for you today is what's something that you're feeling grateful for today? You. And why? Pourquoi pas? Yes. Oh, pourquoi pas? We're bringing back the French woman. Yeah, of course. This, oh. this is so fun. So nice to like you know, be part of this and also like talk to you and connect with you. I, I feel know. like it's just two pals having our moment. Our moment. This is our paragraph conversation. This is our, and like, it's quite a paragraph. It's a long, it's an essay. It's an essay. It's, it's may I dare say a book that I would recommend people read. Oh my God. To feel inspired. An audio book. Yes. It's an audio book. It's, it's an, an audio book. It's an audiobook out now. Do we just get a voice credit? We just got a voice credit for this audiobook <laughs> called Liquid Courage. Tell your agents. <laughs> <laughs> call everyone, call their agents. Send out a press release. Tell everybody we made it. We did yes. it. 
thank you so much for doing this with me today. It's so like, so speaking of books, it's so overdue. <laughs> Do I still work in comedy? Who knows? Oh, it is so overdo this conversation. I have wanted to like chat and connect with you for so long. Yes. So it's so lovely. And just this little latte, just cherry on top. There we go. Mine's full of water now. Cause I poured water into it for some reason <laughs> from your large, large mason jar. <laughs>